Dustin Five Star here, letting you know that Memphis Wrestling is back in its old time slot every Saturday at 11 a.m. Instead of turning on your TV, tune in your radio to Cerrito Live on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. It's the only radio show in Memphis that brings you wrestling talk every single week. Listen to me and my tag team partner, Kay Cerrito, talk pro wrestling on the radio with some of the biggest names in the industry during the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Guarantee you never miss a show by listening on demand at CerritoLive.com or find us wherever you get your podcasts and take that subscribe button to Slap City. Attention all grandmas, grandpas, nanas, and pop-ops. Bingo is not just for you anymore. Introducing Cerrito Bingo. It's a modern twist on a classic game for everyone to enjoy. Play 10 exciting rounds of free bingo every week at locations all over the Memphis area. For more info, visit CerritoBingo.com. Cerrito Bingo is the game Now play Cerrito Bingo every Friday night at the Memphis Made Tap Room and every Sunday fun day at Laughlin Yard. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour. Making their way to the radio from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of Rhythm and Bruise. Please welcome Kevin Cerrito and his tag team partner, Dustin Five Star. It's time to talk wrestling on the radio. I am your host, Kevin Cerrito, your hero, joined alongside, as always, my tag team partner, your Grizzlies MC, Dustin Five Star. What's up, Five Star? Oh, yeah. Happy Saturday, man. I'm excited today. Got one of my buddies coming on, a former WWE tag team champion, Kevin. That's right. We're the current tag team champions. We'll have to let him know that when when he comes on with us. Former WWE superstar Darren Young is going to join us here momentarily uh, on the program. Uh, I don't know how many interviews he's done since he left WWE. Yeah, I was about to say. I think it's the first. We'll ask him. I I haven't heard a whole lot um, about what he's going to be doing coming up, but you start seeing him on all these different promotional flyers because apparently – his non-compete is up, and we will see Darren Young back in the ring. But first, he'll join us here on Cerrito Live. What is your connection with him? From you guys, so you guys were you were in developmental at some point with him? Yeah, back in 2010, I believe Darren Young got there in 2009, and um, so we worked together, we trained together, um, we became you know friends together. Obviously, kept kept up with each other all these years, and. Um, Man, he was on the very first season of NXT, if you can remember back then, when it was a totally different show, a totally different con- uh, concept. And, you know, I actually want to ask him about that because it looked like the guys were put in some unique situations, if you remember. Um, and we can even ask him about CM Punk being his mentor. Do you remember any of that? I do, yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. right. What do you mean? Come on. That, that first season of NXT where they would bring them all out and have them do these crazy activities to see I, who won the contest. It was just so weird for wrestling. <laughs> he was a part of that. <laughs> who was your season. mentor when you were there? Well, I think my mentor was Dr. Tom Pritchard. You know, he had Dr. that, that Memphis connection there. Yeah. All right. So also a little bit later on on the show, we're going to uh, – oh, yeah. If you're planning on going on the road to WrestleMania, Ooh. 
got a little, uh, little special announcement. We've got a little event happening yeah. uh, down there. So we're going to tell you about a free event happening, WrestleMania weekend, that we're going to uh, be a part of. So we'll announce that a little bit later on. Also, have you seen Memphis on WWE TV the past couple of weeks? Every single week I'm seeing us on uh, on Raw. WWE Raw. Raw and SmackDown. Memphis yeah. has been on every uh, week. We will talk about that. And also the biggest story in the history of our sport. We'll get to that. This week? Yeah, this week. This week. I'm, I'm interested to see what you brought to the table for this because it seemed like kind of a slow week in pro wrestling, which is weird because it's been so booming here lately. It's been fun television. Yeah, absolutely. There, there just hasn't been anything that's, that's been as big as Ronda Rousey a couple weeks ago. Right, right. And Monday Night Raw was really good on Monday once again. So, right. in the tele- my opinion. The television has been interesting. Um, but, uh, man, have you, like, these multi-person matches that are happening. Bunch and of I, them. And I know we'll be previewing Elimination Chamber next week because we're about a week away from that pay-per-view. But the, the title, all the matches involving the title or in these multi-person, there's a seven-person chamber match for the title. There's a, now a five-person. Five. So the chamber matches, you get a title shot, but then the, there's a five-person uh, fatal five-way match for the WWE Championship. It's just, you know, we'll get into that next yeah, week. Andrew Goldstein former, will join us, right. former WWE creative team member, to, to try to figure out where they're going. And they've kind of been, it seems like, booking the the top sp- the spot in both Raw and SmackDown the past couple of weeks. On Raw and SmackDown, it just seems they've been booking it like they kind of booked the women's division over the past yeah. couple of years where they just said, ah, we don't know what to do. Let's just put everybody together. Very, very similar. We'll, we'll so. have the full recap of that, like you said, with Andrew Goldstein next week. But up right now, somebody who has been there and done that, Mr. No Days Off indeed, former WWE superstar and former WWE tag team champion. Joining us right now, Darren Young. What's going on, my brother? How you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Doing great. Good morning, man. Hey, we're seeing you all over the internet. We appreciate you for coming on Cerrito Live. Now, to my knowledge, is this your very first interview since being released from WWE? Yeah, well, you know, I owe my man just the world because he takes care of me. So I said, well, let me take on this opportunity and tell my story. And, you know, the Memphis wrestling out there is off the hook. Gus, when are you going to invite me out there? Man, you got to come to Memphis. Me and Kevin have already been exactly. talking about this. We need to book you. Hey, now, you do know that anybody that comes to Memphis, who do they have to wrestle, Kevin? Either you or the King. That's right. And I don't know the King. I don't know the King. It's got to be me and you, Darren. Oh, Dust, you don't want none of this, bro. Yeah, if you want to get a win, you should wrestle Dust. Oh, get out of here. Now, I've seen Darren on the uh, <laughs> on the on his, his latest pictures, and oh, my gosh, D. Young, Mr. No Days Off, indeed, you are looking real good. What do you have coming up, man? I know you're training for something. Well, you know, uh, I'm just trying to be like you, Dust, but I'm excited for my first uh, match back in the ring since October. Uh, I'm going to be in Union, New Jersey, where that's home for me, uh, for WrestlePro Online. Uh, and I'm so excited to get down and dirty again because this is something I've always wanted to do since a child. And uh, I make my return back to the ring March 9th. And and uh, what is your new ring name now? Because, of course, you are the former WWE superstar, Darren Young. Yeah, what do we call you, man? We call you Mr. No Days Off? I'm cool with that. Mr. Mr. No Days Off, Fred Rosser, my government name. Go- government name. I don't know if I've ever heard it put that way. <laughs> All right. Yeah, brother. It, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I got to keep it moving. I got to keep it moving. Since being a future endeavor, you know, I've got a lot of major things coming up, including – 
my YouTube that's going to be launched in March. You know, everyone's doing YouTubes, but the one thing that's going to separate me from everyone else is that my YouTube is going to help inspire, motivate, and educate not only our LGBT youth, but also allies and anyone that's been bullied for various reasons. So I'm very excited to launch that in March. So definitely uh, tune in to any posts on my social media at Real Fred Rosser. Now, you did mention Future Endeavor. I got to talk to you about that. You also mentioned, I, w- I want to mention the uh, Block the Hate campaign here in just a few minutes, but you brought up the Future Endeavor. Can you? Is there anything that you can tell the Darren Young fans out there, the Fred Rosser fans out there that are asking, um, what happened? And, and sometimes, actually, it's the best thing that could happen to a WWE superstar is being Future Endeavor. Tell us a little bit about that, hey. whatever you can. Hey, you know, nothing lasts forever, and... Um... I've had a wonderful career with WWE. I set my mind out to it. Um, I'm not one of those guys that played football and just bust through the front door. I right. grinded from 2002 to 2009. In 2009, out of 75 guys and girls from all over the world, I beat them all out in a pay trial in 2009. Oh, yeah. This is a time where you had to pay the trial. Now you can just show up and just get a contract, but I grinded. I wrestled in arenas with no toilet and no shower. So I know what it's like and I know what it took to be WWE superstar. And you know, one thing, Dr. Tom and Dust, you, you know, Dr. Tom. Oh the yeah. One thing he, the one thing he always told me is sometimes in the business, you're going to have to eat shit and like the taste of it. And, um, uh, we're live. when he, yeah, <laughs> and when, and when he told me that in 2002, uh, I didn't think it would ever happen to me. But in 2009, I said, you know what? You know, I'm not surprised, you know. But uh, I've had a wonderful career, and I'm very happy with a lot of the experiences and the relationships I've built in wrestling, not just in the ring, but outside of the ring. And we are live on the radio, too. Um, <laughs> we appreciate that. And I have heard many times from Dr. Tom about those S sandwiches that you were just mentioning. And I think we all had a few of them when we were in uh, developmental. <laughs> right, well, it's the truth. Yeah. True. We're talking uh, live with the uh, former WWE superstar Darren Young, uh, now Fred Rosser, uh, Mr. No Days Off. Follow him at Real Fred Rosser on Twitter. You can keep up with his uh, Block the Hate campaign. Looking forward to seeing this uh, YouTube uh, channel get get launched as well. There's There's been some interesting uh, developments this week because some of the people may listening be listening may not know, but you were um, the first active WWE superstar that was um, out came out of the closet while you were an active superstar. I mean, there have been other uh, gay superstars over the year that we know of. Yeah, this was uh, like huge. Like Pat Patterson, but you were, you were the first one to come out while you were still wrestling. Um, how was that uh, when all going down with the backstage, and how did it, how were you treated when that, when that happened? Well, I was tired of just living my life as a lie. And for 30 years, I suppressed those feelings for so long, not being myself, not being my true authentic self. And I was tired of being affectionate behind closed doors. And then when I come out in public, I'm just, I can't be like any other normal couple. So I was just tired of it. So when I came out publicly, it was the best decision for me that I've ever done. And I always say my fight is much more bigger than in the ring. It's outside of the ring, fighting hatred and bigotry. And trying to be the voice of the voiceless, especially with our LGBT community, and like I said, anyone that gets bullied for various reasons. So my fight is much more bigger than in the ring. This is a perfect time to mention that Block the Hate campaign. 
As you know, my Maria and I, we have the T-shirts. We support the campaign. Tell people where they can grab those T-shirts and tell us a little bit about what Block the Hate means to you. Dustin, you've been such a big supporter of me, and uh, you always take care of me. That's why I'm doing this interview. Um, the Block the Hate movement is all about people who get bullied for various reasons. You get bullied for um, being African-American. You get bullied for having a speech impediment. You get bullied for various reasons, but in order to be strong and successful, you must block the hate. And you can go to blockthehate.com and purchase a T-shirt. But it's more than just uh, a T-shirt. It's um, it's a byproduct. And I want the block the hate movement to be the next middle finger. You know what I mean? Yeah. You throw up the block the hate sign. You say, I can't achieve my dreams. Well, you know what? Block the hate. All right, very cool. We're talking with uh, former WWE superstar Darren Young. So um, I don't know if you saw this story. This is an interesting um, story. I had to ask you about it because it's making wrestling headlines this week, and you happen to be on the show. But um, so Road Dog uh, Jesse James, uh, of course, uh, tweeted apparently back in 2011. I saw this. Uh, there was a tweet that, that went viral this week, uh, a tweet from 2011 that just said, Billy Gunn is gay. Uh, was the tweet, and then uh, he he later on uh, he once that tweet got picked back up, apology came out from Road Dogg saying, "I'm sorry, I tweeted that I was still living wrong at the time. Apparently, I regret a lot of things I did. I was wrong." What's your reaction to uh, this? So that's back in 2011, two months before he was rehired by WWE. Ah, uh, man, uh, that's news to me personally. Road Dogg is an amazing producer. He's an amazing talent. He's a great friend of mine uh, you know people say stuff and you know it is what it is um me personally i love road dog um he's been very helpful to me backstage and coming up with you know scenarios um but i've got nothing but great things about road dog people say stuff and we've all said stuff that we didn't mean to say but i've got nothing against road dog and or, or, and that's a tough deal, like something coming up from seven years ago. And then it seems like it seems like that a lot of these tweets are bring, being brought back up, um, you know, to, to start. And, and Jerry Lawler, he was he was a victim of this earlier this week. And he talked about it on Dinner with the King, just old tweets that come back up and just stir up all sorts of different emotions and things. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's, it looks, go ahead, Darren. Like they say, don't. Uh, let your Twitter finger be your trigger finger. So just be careful if you, yeah. you know, moving forward, if, like, you think it's not good to tweet out, because once it's out there, it's out there. You know what I mean? And Road Dog's so funny. Anytime I would see him backstage, he'd always walk past me and say, Hey, D, take a damn day off. I yeah. said, Road Dog, <laughs> no, 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 I got to hustle. I got to grind. I got to I gotta be on TV. I got to do what I got to do. No, no, no. Do you need to take a day off? I said, no, Road Dog. but I love him. I, I don't care what anyone says about him. Right. Uh, Mr. We're talking with Mr. No Days Off right now. At the, okay, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good point. And he could have said much worse things, you know, that you could get a, a, than that. And uh, times have changed, and, um, and obviously people have changed. And it looks like Road Dog has, has changed and, and realized the error of his ways um, since then. And and isn't saying anything like that. I don't know um, if you're. Are you also uh, aware, Fred, that that I mean, you have really been an inspiration to WWE superstars and, and the future generations to come come on through because now WWE has their fo- first openly 
uh, gay female superstar as well. Now, I haven't heard uh, about this one yet. You were telling me about this earlier, Kevin. Yeah, Sonya Deville, part of the Absolution, fac- Absolution faction in uh, on Monday Night Raw, uh, also is a she's openly lesbian and she's been tweeting back and forth with other folks about it as, as recent as last night where she's saying um, this is what her advice is to some people is this one of her favorite quotes is to be you because everyone else is already taken. Right. Yeah. Hey, D. Young. I mean, it's the truth. D. Young, I was just going to ask you, do you have any sort of uh, advice for people out there? Well, again, you know, if they don't know you personally, don't take it personal. You know, we'll get hated on for various reasons, especially on social media. But I always say, block the person, don't engage in conversation, and just just know your worth. Know yourself and know your worth and know that you have value, you have substance in life, and that, you know, if you're down and out, you don't have anyone in your family to uh uh, to support you or anything, be a part of my family on social media. Follow me at Real Fred Roster, and I'll show you uh, 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 limitless amounts of love. All right, that's that's great advice. Do you have you have you met Sonia Deville? I know she's kind of new. I don't know if she was around uh, where you were at all. Yes, yes, I've met her at the Performance Center, and uh, she's also shouted out the Block Hate Movement. Uh, she has a shirt too, so it's all love between us. Um, like I always say, once one finger can't strike a blow, but if you ball up all those fingers, you can strike a mighty blow. And this LGBT community, this, this ally community, all of us at times like this, we've got to be that fist. All right, let's, let's switch skills and gears and talk some wrestling. Man, that's what I want to do. I want to talk some wrestling. Okay. So you are good friends and former tag team champion with one of my buddies, one of my old traveling buddies, Titus O'Neill, man. Tell us what it was like working with Titus. I mean, he is some sort oh. of character. Oh, character. You know firsthand. I mean, he is uh, – uh, him and I are both opposites. Like, I'm a quiet introvert, you know, but when the red light's on, I know how to turn it on. He's just on 24-7. But uh, we've learned so much from each other. I helped him in the ring uh, when no one else would ever get in the ring with him. I helped him. I was there with him. And uh, he helped me out with the overall entertainment, being wild and crazy and just letting loose. So we complimented each other so well. And he's doing great for himself with his Titus Worldwide brand. Um, I've got nothing but love for him and his family. And uh, he's making moves for himself. And with the whole XFL, I was saying to myself, I could see him being a coach. So we'll see how that happens. Uh, I think it'll be cool, and if he's the coach, I'll be like the cowboy or something <laughs> like that. I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know much. Of, I played football, but I wasn't a, a collegiate football player like himself. Um, so, with the XFL, maybe I'll come along as a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Can you uh, speaking of Titus O'Neil? Can you take us back to Here we go. this? Is about the time where where you're you were, of course tag team partners with him as the primetime players for so long. This is where you stir and, the pot, right, Kevin? I'm not stirring them. I'm just asking <laughs> if he can give us some insight because there's really there's not much clarity of uh, uh, people on the record on this topic. Uh, that Titus got a 60 day suspension yeah. for grabbing Vince McMahon, and this happened about the same time you guys officially kind of broke up as a tag team, and you didn't really tag after that. Uh, but you were definitely close with him, I know, at the time. What can you tell us about uh, the time that Titus grabbed Vince McMahon on the, that episode of Raw uh, and got suspended for 60 days? Hey, brother, wrong place, wrong time. You know, you do the crime, you do the time. 
Um, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I support Titus 110%. And um, like I said, he he's a good guy. He's a great guy. And like I said, you do the crime, you do the time. It is what it is. But, I mean, it's, it wasn't really a crime, though, right? He was just kind of oh, joking I mean, around. I yeah, mean, it's a crime just to... They're yeah. live on TV. There is no room for error on live TV, especially Raw, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, mm. especially on Raw um, or SmackDown Live. But, uh, yeah, it is what it is. Made for interesting TV and, and staying on the topic of interesting TV, you were in the first season of NXT, and it was like nothing that we had ever seen before, just the different challenges and games that they had put you guys through. Tell us a little bit about that. Plus, you were mentored by CM Punk. I mean, honestly, the first season of NXT, I hated it. Anytime they, they tighten up those yellow ropes, <laughs> uh, I, 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 got, I had nightmares. The reason why was because if I would have wanted to do American Gladiators or American Ninja Warrior, I would have I signed up for that. But with all these challenges and juggling and obstacle courses like i'm like this isn't wrestling but what nxt is now is incredible they have so many great talents they have so many great matches uh nxt now is incredible but the first season of nxt uh i couldn't stand it couldn't stand it at all do do you think we'll see your your mentor cm punk back in wwe sometime like they say, never say never, and anything can happen in the WWE. The WWE is a revolving door. I feel like the OGs, they always come back. And if he were to come back now, it'd be great for business. Yeah, definitely. Now, just one more question on that NXT. Um, so that was – so all, for all the listeners that, that haven't heard this, this is a shoot, right? You guys did not know what was going to happen once you walked out on stage. You were surprised just like the viewing audience. Is that right? We didn't know anything, and Matt Stryker at the time was the host, and he was a good friend of mine, and I would follow him, literally follow him all around backstage and be like, what is going on, Stryker? Tell me what's going on. And he would never tell me. He would never spill the beans uh, about what was going on. So, yeah, no one knew. No one ever knew. Sometimes he never knew. And that's the one thing that would always make me nervous. You know, like, stuff's got to be planned out a little bit. It can be improvised, obviously. But, like, I need to know what's going on. But uh, he would never tell me what's going on. So when we had different challenges like juggling and obstacle courses, I was a complete fail. So I feel like that exposed me. And with fans seeing that I couldn't do that, I'd be like, oh, they'd be like, oh, what is this guy? You know, he can't do this. He can't do that. So uh, I just I just couldn't stand it. <laughs> I know that your your mentor, CM Punk, was very opinionated on that. Did what, what kind of advice did he give you when you were going through that? Did he hate it just like you did? Well, CM Punk, you know, he's a little rough around the edges, but one great story I have about CM Punk is when I came out publicly, um, I think, uh, it, and it was summertime when I came out publicly around uh, SummerSlam, and, and this is when SummerSlam was being hosted at the Staples Center. The summer I came out, he had a match with Brock Lesnar, and right after his match with Brock Lesnar in catering, he had he was all iced up from head to toe, and he approached me in catering in front of everybody, and he told me to stand up, and he uh, stood up and he gave me a hug, and he said, "I'm very proud of you for coming out and being so courageous. If you have any problem with anyone in the locker room because of this, you let me know, and I'll take care of this." 
And he said that to everyone. He said that to me in front of everyone in catering, and I was shocked. I was shocked. Here, he just got dealt with this match with Brock Lesnar, and uh, and him coming up to me and showing me love and stuff like that was very, very moving to me. So I tell everybody that story. That same Punk might be rough around the edges, but he had so much love for me. Same thing with Randy Orton. Big show. These top guys showed me so much love personally that it made me feel so at ease. It made me feel comfortable. It made me, it gave me that confidence, you know, because like when you come out, you don't have that confidence and you're like, man, people might not like you. You're fearful of losing your job, fearful of losing friends. But when you have these pros come up to you and show you so much love, you know, you, you get that strength, you get that strength from within and the sky's the limit. Right, we're talking with former WWE superstar Darren Young, uh, Fred Rosser. His new name, or his real name, that he's using new again. <laughs> but his My new, name. His new, name. new ring name. At real, at real real Fred Rosser on Twitter. You can uh, follow that. Hashtag block the hate. You mentioned Los Angeles. and Was your last WWE appearance at that L.A. Clippers game? Yeah, that was my last appearance before I got future endeavored uh, doing my PR work like I can know, like I do better than anyone else uh, because the community means the world to me. So anything I can do to help out the WWE community, WWE a relationship department, I'm always on board, especially with the Be A Stars and promoting basketball games. But, yeah, I was there helping promote Raw. And, and you were there with, with The Miz, Becky Lynch, and Enzo Amore, who is, of course, no longer with yeah. the company. How 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 much truth is it to the uh, backstage rumors of dealing with Enzo Amore? Oh, I have no idea. And with his story, all that's news to me because I stay away from the dirt sheets and I stay away from anything that's negative. So um, Enzo has always been cool with me. He's been cool with a lot of my guests that I have brought backstage that are fans of him. So, I mean, who am I to judge? But until the facts come out, he's innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, we've talked about a lot of fun stuff today. Uh, before we let you go, I absolutely have to ask you about working with WWE Hall of Famer Bob Backlund. I know you have to have <laughs> some sort of funny Bob Backlund story because all the vignettes and things backstage, you guys, it was just so funny. It was kind of like a, like a mismatch, but it was, it was, it was comedy gold to me. Tell us about Bob Backlund, man. You know, once I was done teaming with Titus, again, nothing lasts forever. Tag teams break up. I've done appearances with Bob Backlund, and I envisioned myself. I said, once I'm done tag teaming, I definitely see him managing me and being like a life coach. And I took the idea from um, kind of Mike Tyson and his former trainer, Cuss. They, you know, they were both opposites. But, you know, opposite the track. And I approached Vincent Mann, and I had the storyline, and I talked to him one-on-one, -on -one, and he was so into it um, that he called up Bob personally and said, would you want to come along and um, be Fred Roster's um, mentor? And Bob was so happy to do it. So we, we were able to travel together. We were able to do the vignettes together. And backstage, one-on-one, -on -one, 
Bob is great, but when that red light's on, he's unpredictable. <laughs> and that's what I love. That's what I love about him, you know, because you never know what he's going to say or do. And he's a one take kind of guy. So uh, if you don't get it the first time, well, hey, it is what it is. And and Bob was just so helpful. I'm very close to his daughter. I'm very close to him. We talk every week. This wasn't just a gimmick. This was something that was real life. This was a friendship. Um, and um, we're still in contact, and he's actually helping me hopefully get over to Japan because I've been able to travel all over the world, but I've never, ever wrestled in Japan. So that's something that's on my bucket list. So with me competing in March, finally, with my YouTube, uh, promising going to Japan, um, I'm, I'm just very excited. And with uh, the help of Bob, it, it's going to happen. I know a lot of our listeners just got really fired up when you mentioned Japan. Oh, yeah. Yes. They love it. Yes, that's all. That's on my bucket list. I've never been there, and, you know, the uh, Japanese fans really appreciate the business. And I'm in dialogue right now talking to Singapore Pro Wrestling. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I can't hold my breath, but uh, I'm very consistent. I always say, without commitment, you'll never start. But most importantly, without consistency, you'll never finish. So I'm going to do it. It's only a matter of time, but definitely tune in to my social media and my posts as to what I'm actually doing. All right, we're wrapping stuff up with uh, former WWE superstar Darren Young, uh, Fred Rosser. Uh, okay, uh, so how was that Bow Backlund storyline going to end? We never really got a real good conclusion yeah. to that. Where was that going, or how would you have uh, written it off at the end if there was a payoff to that? Well, with Bob Backlund, I saw myself... Um, Beating the Miz for the Inter- Intercontinental Title oh, yeah. because of because of Bob making Darren Young great again. But like I said, I had so much fun with Bob, and we're in the process of maybe teaming up and doing some things on the independent level, which I'm very excited about. So definitely tune in to any posts and updates as to when it's going to happen. All right, well, cool. Thanks so much for joining us. We really do appreciate it, and. Uh, I uh, really uh, admire what you're doing with the the block the hate uh, campaign and all of that. So everybody, if you do not already follow him on Twitter, go to at uh, Real Fred Rosser on Twitter. How else can they connect with you right now as we await your YouTube channel? Oh, again, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram is the same handle. But I need to know. I'm a you know I'm a free agent. When am I going to come out to Memphis and 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 and, um, and whoop up on someone? I need to know that. <laughs> We're going to make that happen. Uh, you need to hook it up. I got you, man. You take, you take care of me all the time. I'm doing this um, interview especially for you. You got to hook it up with me, man. You're, you're the man with the master plan. I will. We'll talk offline about it, and we'll get you here in Memphis <laughs> for sure. I know that the fans would be more than excited to see you. Oh, yeah, they would come out for hey, it for sure. Hey, hey, the independence, that's where I started. So, you know, uh, hardly home, but always repping. It, it, uh, mm-hmm. It's time to get dirty on the independence. All right, yeah, come come on to Memphis. Uh, hey, Dustin, this got to happen. I'm going to talk all types of trash once we get he's, him off the phone. He's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're going to start, start kidding, booking Fred. this. We can book it now. All right. Yes, you, you guys are amazing. Fred, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Thank you. All right, Fred Rosser, uh, former WWE superstar. Is he off the Darren phone? Young. Yeah, you're yeah. Gonna, you're gonna right, yeah. He said that. 
that Five Star wouldn't want any of him? Are, are you kidding me? No, no. We're when setting you up the angle already. To the land of the Delta Blues. When you come to Memphis, Tennessee, there's only one guy. There's only one guy standing in your way, and it's Dustin Five Star. Ooh, got fired up there, Kevin. It's all friendship until we get in the ring, Darren Young. <laughs> super, hey, one of the one of the super cool guys that I met and was able to work with, been able to keep up with him this whole time. He, he climbed the mountain like like he said. He scratched and clawed on yep. the Independence, where there's no bathrooms, no air conditioner or heater in the building. And then he worked his way up to WWE, became a WWE Tag Team Champion there. And now uh, he's looking set his sights on uh, Japan. He's going to be in J- uh, New Jersey. Also, you'll see Darren Young all over the place. Or should I say Fred Rosser all over the Fred place. Fred Rosser. Former WWE superstar Darren Young. Main event at SummerSlam. Great to have him. Dustin, thanks for setting up uh, that interview. Uh, so we get, still got more show to go. We're going to talk more wrestling here on the radio as we uh, talk about Memphis being on TV as uh, on the WWE television this week and the biggest story in the history of our sport. But before we go to break, i got to tell you, this uh, week's uh, wrestling hour is being brought to you by Wrestling at the Rec Room. They're at 3000 Broad Avenue in Memphis, Tennessee. It is the place to watch all WWE pay-per-views. Uh, you know what's coming up, Dustin? It's the Elimination Chamber next Sunday. So if you're looking for a place to watch it, watch it on those 20-foot screens at the Rec Room. And, of course, you can play wrestling video games, uh, whichever one's your favorite. You can hook them up. You can play it on one of those giant 20-foot screens, or you can go play some of the arcade games. They have that new one I posted on Instagram uh, this week. It's like a generic arcade wrestling game. What was it called? I, I can't know. remember I've the never name of it. I've never seen it before. Already. I have to go by there and check that one out because I think I've played every wrestling arcade game there is except for the one you posted. So there's a new one, a new arrival, because it's an old game. Everything's old right. uh, at Rec Room. But there's a new arrival of some old-school uh wrestling arcade game it doesn't have any of your favorite superstars uh names in it but it's, it's a pretty cool game though uh just arrived at the rec room of course rec room uh it's, it's a place to watch anything so they also have all the ufc events and uh, they're gonna have a big uh red carpet party for the academy awards uh teaming up with indie memphis it's gonna be a 25 dollars a ticket including um complimentary food and a pick sheet with prizes and uh, photos on the red carpet and all the proceeds going to Indie Memphis Film Festival. That's happening on Oscar Sunday, which is on the, I believe, March 4th. We're getting closer and closer to the Academy Awards. I still got to see like three or four of those uh, movies. So I see all those every year. So uh, that is Wrestling at the Rec Room. Go there, watch the, whether you're watching uh, award shows or the UFC or WWE or just hanging out and uh, maybe playing trivia with me on Tuesdays. We're there on Tuesdays for, for sure. sure. Hey, old Darren Young's texting me. He's saying to thank everybody in Memphis for allowing him to come on, all that good stuff. And he said he had to put in that Dr. Tom Pritchard line, Kevin. Yeah, I know we're live. Yeah, we are. We are I heard that quote a bunch of times, too. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, I hope we caught that. Uh, anyway, rec, recroommemphis.com. Recroommemphis.com. We'll be right back. Talk more wrestling on the radio here on uh, Sports Entertainment 56 and 87.7 FM. Are you one of the many Memphis area residents who suffer from everyday boredom? Do you sit around at night looking at your phone while trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that'd be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's a trivia night with questions about stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes, including TV shows, movies, music, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, times, weekly themes, and dream specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com. 
or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And by the way, did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact Cerrito Trivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is a perfect prescription for everyday order. Work side effects may include wind prices, laughing out loud, high five to mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverage, right pickles, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. CerritoTrivia.com. Now, back to the Cerrito Live Wrestling Hour on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We're back talking wrestling on the radio like we do every single Saturday. Big thanks to Darren Young for joining us in that last segment. Got some interesting stuff from him. Mr. No Days Off, and he's not about to start now. He is about he's to back. rev up his wrestling Mine career. Is up. You see James Ellsworth out there wrestling. Uh, now How Darren about Young that, will be, man? be out there. And uh, Ellsworth, he had an NWA championship match, and he wrestled the King like back-to-back nights. I guess so. Did he To get that NWA championship match, did he cash in his women's money in the bank briefcase <laughs> to get that match? Is that what happened? <laughs> no, actually, they did a thing where Aldis was only going to defend the title against somebody who is a former world champion or someone who had beaten oh, a well, former that makes world sense, champion. So it was perfect. It. it was really good. He beat AJ. That's a good setup. Yeah. Okay, uh, we're going to talk about the biggest story in the history of our sport here in a moment, but Dustin, you got some stuff to plug, I know, right? Yes, tonight, 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 Tuckerman, Arkansas, Perfect 10 event. That's ASWF Wrestling Action. You can check them all out on Facebook, all the details. At Wait, so you're wrestling tonight? WF Wrestling, yes, that's tonight. So you can come meet us at 6 p.m. There's a special power couple meet and greet. 7 p.m. is bell time. And tickets, there's a special ticket price tonight. Just because Five Star is going to be there, guess how much they are? Six dollars. Five dollars. So you can get in for five bucks tonight. And a big oh, shout wow. out to our friend David Owens out in Arkansas. He had us in the win progress and then also in the Arkansas news leader twice this. Hey, on Valentine's Day, my Maria and I were on the sports section on the front of the sports section in the Arkansas news leader. How cool is that? The power couple. Come check us out tonight in Tuckerman, Arkansas. Like I said, all the details are at ASWF Wrestling. And then, of course, next Saturday, we're going to be back with SPWA Wrestling in Pocahontas, Tennessee. And, of course, next Friday. Pocahontas. Y'all never go to, y'all never go to no, Milan no. or Jasmine no, no. or Bell. No, just Pocahontas. Pocahontas, Tennessee. It's about an hour and 20 minutes away from here, Kevin. But then next Friday. Moana is on the schedule. In case you missed the Grizzlies game at halftime. Okay. Next Friday, the Grizz are back at FedEx Forum against the Cavs. But that is I mean, the, there is a game going on. But my question is, where's Grizz? I haven't heard from him since Valentine's Day. Yeah, he had his big wedding at, at, uh, at halftime at half court. And guess who was the officiant? You are. That's what you do now. It's Got a little practice gigs. before Cerrito three fifteen and <laughs> Cerrito love. But the okay, so the wedding folks need to watch it if they haven't. It's on your. Yes. You've got it all over social media. You were live tweeting it like the world was watching this wedding. My like it best was, buddy, Grizz like it was a royal wedding. <laughs> yes, my best buddy Grizz was getting married. It was his big night. Not only his big wedding night, but, but it, it was on Valentine's. Grizz the mascot. For, I mean, Grizz, a former wrestling champion himself. Yes. Uh, and, of course, there was the swerve. It turned into a wrestling wedding. As only uh, – if there's a wedding that involves Grizz, 
It probably would end this way, right? If there's a, yeah. a, a, a wedding and a halftime of, of a Memphis sporting event, this is the way yeah. to do it. So you got to watch the video. In case it, you missed it, Natch the Bear, that was... Don't spoil of, it if they haven't. We'll I won't see, spoil we'll it. I won't spoil it, but it was Why didn't you get involved, though? Devastating. What were you just standing there for if Grizz is your buddy? I wasn't just standing there. I told Natch, get out of here. I went to console my yeah. buddy to check on him. Natch, yeah, I know. You're oh, like, it was... Brutal, but then I it, was expecting you to like you're you're acting Lance Russell. I was expecting you to go Superman mode and just tear off your suit <laughs> and say, "Wait a minute, you can't do that." One thing's for sure: the next time I say "Speak now or forever hold your peace," yeah, I'm going to be scared to death on what's going to happen <laughs> next, Kevin. You're a month away from finding out. And I just got a wedding invitation to CJ's wedding, so I can't wait to hear those words uttered at that wedding and see what happens. Like, I think I'm scarred for I've already, life. I've already bought my bear costume to wear to CJ's. <laughs> All right. I thought we were wearing Ninja Turtle costumes. <laughs> that is true. You should have a turtle attack. Yeah. Should have a turtle attack. I have to talk to the fiance. She's not a fan of the turtles. There will be no turtles at the wedding, believe it or she not. She can't tell us what to wear. Oh, yes, she can. Well, I tell you what, Tam oh. Cam is going to be really surprised when she hears what I have to say during the... What, Your wedding ceremony. You can, you can be uh, told what to wear to, <laughs> to ours. You're you're participating in the in the whole thing. All right, so uh, that's, that's your plugs. Great to see you back in the ring. I'm excited about that. We do have an announcement to make, so let's go ahead and get this out of the way. So, okay. uh, we announced a couple weeks ago that the next wrestling trivia night, wrestling trivia mania, is our annual tradition, is coming up on March 21st at Laughlin Yard, uh, 7 p.m. bell time. You can now reserve your spots at CerritoTrivia.com. Uh, and click on the link there. There is no a link. That's actually a pretty cool logo if you go to CerritoTrivia.com or CerritoLive.com. Right. Both of them will send you to the same place, CerritoLive.com or CerritoTrivia.com. You can click on the Wrestling Trivia Mania logo, and it will send you to Eventbrite and uh, where you can register your spot for the Wrestling Trivia. Now, we announced the one that's happening um, on the 21st, but listen to this, Dustin. This year's Wrestling Trivia is so big. Hit me. That it's happening in two different cities hey on now. two different days. Oh, yeah. So, Wrestling Trivia Mania. There's going to be two Wrestling Trivia Manias this year. One, of course, Wrestling Trivia Mania Memphis. It's already posted online. You can sign up your spot. Uh, two totally different Wrestling yeah. Trivia Nights. But one happening here in Memphis, and you know where the other one's happening, oh, right? yeah. NOLA. In the site of this year's WrestleMania, we are going on the road to... Wrestling Trivia on the road to Trivia Mania, and it will be in New Orleans on Saturday, April the 7th, 2 p.m. So WrestleMania weekend, if you're going down to New Orleans for WrestleMania, you will not want to miss this because it's a free event. Best thing about Wrestling Trivia is a free event, especially in New Orleans, when you're already amped up for WrestleMania and you're the day before and you're looking for something to do, 2 p.m., middle of the afternoon, you don't have to miss anything. Go in there and give it give it a shot at uh, Trivia Mania in New Orleans. So this is very exciting. We're at Cerrito Trivia taking over uh, New Orleans on WrestleMania uh, weekend. So we're going to be at Cooter Browns in New Orleans. And the information, it has not been posted online. It will be posted immediately following this show. So at high noon today, Central Time, you'll be able to go check out that information. It will be uh, live. Of course, it's a live trivia event for those who have never been. It's, it's totally free to play. And it will have wrestling-themed prizes. It'll be a fun way to spend your Saturday afternoon. I, mean, I know many people go on show, to shows that night. Many people go on to shows the night before. Right. Obviously shows on, on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday nights. So uh, lots going on that weekend, but this is 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's totally free. And we'll be at Cooter Browns. So come join us. I know Five Star, you will be there. Maria Absolutely. will be there. 
Hey, I've gotten a lot of uh, tweets, a lot of direct messages, texts, everything from friends and fans just saying, hey, we know you're going to WrestleMania. We need to have a Memphis get-together, a Memphis meetup. So anybody in our listening area right now or anybody that's listening across the nation um, on the Cerrito Live podcast, meet us at Cooter Browns April 7th at 2 p.m. Trivia Mania is so big. It's happening twice this year. Right. One in Memphis and one in New Orleans. I can't wait to win it's both a bunch of them. Of and Austin <laughs> Idol will probably not be appearing in no. either one, but we don't know yet. So, yeah, listen up, low budgets. Uh, make your plans now uh, to be at both. If you're in Memphis, uh, everybody, all the low budgets invited, uh, everybody in the Cerrito Live universe, uh, come on out to uh, both Laughlin Yard here in Memphis on the 21st of March, and then Saturday, April 7th, 2 p.m. Uh, we'll talk more about it, of course, as we get going, and it'll be, all be online, CerritoLive.com or CerritoTrivia.com, right after the show, and you will not be able to miss uh, the logo. It's a cool logo we got going for it as well, so shout-out to uh, Mike Bullard for putting that together. Uh, all right. got to say it like Vince. Trivia Mania! It's Trivia Mania! It's a bunch of babble. <laughs> okay, so yeah, before we get into the biggest story of the history of our sport this week, what will it be? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, there was some some Memphis stuff I want to talk about because we talked about some Memphis things that last week, of course, when we uh, broke the news about Jerry Lawler's show moving to 11 a.m. and really kind of uh, confused the wrestling Internet. But there wasn't very much to be confused with. I mean, I think some of these other websites took took the, the, uh, the story and they switched up the headline a little bit to make it seem, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I didn't no, that, think it was that, very com- confusing that. listening to the king tell what was going on right if you listened to the show you knew what was happening at the king's king sh- uh current show his classic memphis wrestling show which involves him and a guest showing old clips and talking about old clips from memphis wrestling is moving into the this time slot so the saturday morning wars are on but uh, that did get picked up all over the place um so if we do have some new listeners this week from that hey welcome welcome to the show uh but uh, that was picked up shared and you're right it was the that you can't blame us for the, no, for the miscommunication we you can't blame clear. the king either he clarified it on his podcast dinner with the king this week and we're all going to war starting in april so. yeah so official clarification 11 a.m in april so starting in april every every saturday His current show moving yes at 11 a.m time slot in april it is jerry lawler's classic memphis right. wrestling it's not a new show it's the this show. is going to be new Every we're week. new every we're, week, brother. We're live every week. <laughs> the war is on. The Saturday morning wars. They're eventually going to have a series on the uh, WWE Network about this upcoming war. A Lawler's TV show versus our radio show here every Saturday at 11. Okay. But uh, so, yeah, there was there was oodles of Memphis news on last week's show. But uh, there was some other Memphis stuff we didn't get to talk to. We ran we were talking about. We ran out of time. So I want to talk about it now. Let's talk about uh, some Memphis connections this week real fast. You want to wrestle me? You want to wrestle me, my Memphis style? All right. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Andy. Uh, so we've got. Uh, have you? Have you seen? Did you notice this? Is every Raw and SmackDown? Yep. Every Raw and SmackDown this entire month has featured a spot from Memphis, the National Civil Rights Museum, and it's WWE sur- superstars learning about civil rights history. In Memphis, and they've got a tour guide from the, the museum and explaining stuff as WWE superstars uh, learn about different aspects of black history uh, at the Civil Rights Museum. And each episode, the one on Raw is different from the one on SmackDown. And it's a really cool new way that they're, they're doing this. Every year, WWE does a great job of, yeah. of, of celebrating Black History Month. And, but it's often just like spotlighting a historical figure or spotlighting a, a, a legendary um, 
wrestler. Hall of Fame wrestler yeah. that, the, mm-hmm. that is African American. But this year they're doing it in a completely different way. Uh, when they were here in January for Monday Night Raw, apparently the camera crew and, and everyone they put a lot of stuff in the bank and said, "Here's what we're going to do." This is very smart planning by yeah, WWE's part. Like let's let's while we're here, let's really do something special about Black History Month. I love this every time, and I'm learning new stuff too. And uh, it, it's cool, but uh, so every week now, and I guess it's going to continue. You see no reason, right? It's not going to stop, no, right? I mean, so I for the rest of the month, if you have weeks and then stop, yeah. so yeah. So if you haven't tuned in, uh, Raw and SmackDown each week with the spotlight um, on the National Civil Rights Museum, and uh, that's the WWE superstars learn about Black History. Very cool. I really like it. I think it's different. Like you said uh, before, they would they would highlight a. Uh, African American superstar wrestler, whether he's Hall of Famer or what, what have you, right. and, and they would feature him. Like now, with a narration, like Ron Simmons. Yes. You know, and then, but now you've got guys like Mark Henry, Roman Reigns, Sasha Banks. The list goes on and on, and they're getting comments while they're here at the Civil Rights Museum in Memphis. And it always reminds me of the MLK game, ML Day, MLK Day game yeah. with the Grizzlies, because you'll have other WWE superstars along with the basketball team. I just think it's really cool that uh, they've put a spotlight on Memphis and that they're highlighting on Raw and SmackDown. Very, yeah, very cool. And telling the story, like, it's to have the superstars tell the stories, mm-hmm. uh, I, this is very important. I think it's really, it's really going, it's going to, you're not going to. Uh, Do you have favorites? Do you have favorites that you like listening to? Like, I always love listening to Titus O'Neil talk. Uh, Mark Henry. He was one of the guys there, right? And Mark yeah, Henry. Mark Henry, he's always has a good, um, I guess, make- uh, perception from... I mean, in WWE, it makes me think, like, oh, my goodness. If, you know, I love the Grizzlies MLK Day game, but uh, a, an annual Monday Night Raw in Memphis wouldn't be bad either. That they would, would do a good job with that. Awesome. Uh, they would do a great job. But uh, hopefully every year they come January or something and can figure this out, and this will be a trend because I think it's good. It's uh, good for the audience. It's good for WWE. It's good uh, It's it's good for Memphis. It's good for everybody. Yeah, I to, love it. To spotlight this, uh, the National Civil Rights Museum, as part of their Black History Month celebration. Really, it's not just a part of it. It is their entire Black History Month celebration is based in Memphis this year in WWE. Memphis, once again, of course, the wrestling capital um, of the world, um, getting to be uh, involved on the national stage here uh, in, in just such a well-done, important way right now yeah. uh, this month here in February. So. That was cool, but I, I do like that you say that they have different segments for Raw and SmackDown. It would be easy just to use the same one right. that you used on Monday, put it on Tuesday or whatever. But we've got different uh, different content for each show, so they really worked hard on it as well. Yeah, big big kudos uh, to, to WWE on this. It's, it's it's really is awesome. Okay, so now it is time. Once a week, we do like to take a moment to talk about the biggest story in the history of our sport. Let's see if uh, Dustin and I agree this week on what it is, but let's. Uh, See what it is. The history of our sport, the biggest match in pro wrestling history. The two biggest superstars in our sport in the biggest event this sport has ever seen. The biggest match in the history of our sport. All right, so it could be, uh, really, it's the biggest story of the week, and it might, in fact, be the biggest story in the history of our sport. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, go first. What do you How think about Ronda Rousey is going to finally sign her WWE contract at Elimination Chamber? They announced it on Monday Night Raw. What you're look? You giving me that I'm look? Like, Is well, that not the? But they didn't treat it like it was the biggest story. They really did. <laughs> it was like Kurt Angle comes out and casually mentions it, and then starts talking about something else. Oh, by the way, <laughs> then let me talk about my son and his injury. Which, by the way, I thought that was a really good promo where he became Kurt Angle the dad. But I'm getting off topic. Here, well, they but... ne- they do need to have Jason Jordan. He's hurt. Why can't he not be the assistant general manager for the uh, while he recovers? He needs to Perfect. be involved. 
perfect. Because that's a perfect brat son role, the Shane McMahon role, right? Right, but that's basically what he did is he mentioned that Ronda Rousey, and I'm kind of joking. That is a big, huge story. She will be officially signing her contract at Elimination Chamber, and I would imagine that that's where we'll see some sort of uh, altercation leading up to what we're going to see at WrestleMania, wouldn't you think? And somebody will, right, absolutely. And I think, yeah, so somebody's going to get involved, and we'll try to figure that out next week when we have Andrew Goldstein on the show previewing uh, the Elimination Chamber. But I don't think that's the biggest story uh, in, in the history of our sport. I am I think this is a huge story because I think it's going to change wrestling and how we watch it for the for, uh for at least a, for a year, wow. because according to Dave, our buddy Dave Meltzer, friend of the show, uh, the Wrestling Observer, reporting that WWE, following WrestleMania, will have all of their pay-per-views be dual-branded. So every pay-per-view Good. will be dual-branded. No, no more of this split-brand pay-per-views. Good. That is a huge story. That's awesome. I don't know how... I saw the headline that the pay-per-views were changing, but I didn't read all the details, so I'm glad you just gave it to us like that. I think it's nothing but positive to have... All the guys on the show for the pay per views. Now here's here's what else Meltzer is reporting, and we trust Meltzer more than any than, than anyone else when it comes to their reporting. Mm, I do. Okay. Yeah. You don't because you listen to too much something to wrestle with. <laughs> but I do trust Meltzer. I'm a Bruce Pritchard guy. Oh, <laughs> uh, he he believe it. No, it's speculation that. that all the B pay per views. So you, we know the big four, which they were. We knew they were possibly going to make it the big five. Money in the Bank was going to be dual branded. They kind of leaked out a couple months ago. Uh, as it should be. We've been campaigning for kind of on this show. Yeah. But the uh, B pay-per-views will be increased by an hour. So do, do, are you excited that those pay-per-views are going to be an hour longer? All so the, wait a minute. So the pay-per-views that have typically been from from 7 to 9.45 or whatever central time mm-hmm. will start, at I guess, at 6. Really? Central. They're going to start earlier? They're going to be an hour longer because I guess they're going to do fewer of the pay-per-views. There's only going to be one a month. It's going to be dual branded. So they're going to add an hour instead of having – Add an of, hour to them. A so, couple of my buddies didn't know that the Royal Rumble started an hour earlier. So once they all sat down yeah. to watch, they had to like start it from the beginning and fast forward what they didn't, so they can catch up because <laughs> they didn't know. So it's gonna be, the kickoff. So this, according to Meltzer, the kickoff shows are gonna have two matches, and the main card will be four hours. So the main card would start wow. at six Central, seven Eastern time, um, which is a, it's a lot of wrestling that one week. But it should eliminate – you're only going to have one pay-per-view a month, yeah. so you're not going to have that – it's going to be less well, pay-per-view, gotta, but they're going to have to book probably those, better quality. They're going to have to book those pay-per-views really solid then because they're going to be really long. And if you don't have good matches from both sides, then – But you should because they're going to have their big stars from both both sides. You're going to have – yeah, I mean you're going to have the – you won't have to run well, into – Kevin, you should. When everybody had the mumps, remember, and you had AJ Styles have to get called okay. in, right? Well, did you see Monday Night Raw this week? I mean, we had Sasha Banks versus Bayley. That was a one-on-one contest. You had Cena versus Miz. That's a one-on-one contest. Those are pay-per-view matches, if you ask me. So what's going to be different about a four-hour well, wrestling show when you get those big matches on Raw and SmackDown every week? Hopefully, I mean, who knows? Uh, hopefully, we get more angles on Raw. I there have been some big matches. That's kind of been what they've been doing. Lots of big matches on Raw. Hopefully, this means we're getting more angles to set up because it's they've had to book a certain way the past year, and sometimes long gaps with some of these shows. Like Raw went almost two months without a pay per view, and and you. I'm not going to complain about it. Out. So I, I like I it. I wrestling. like having them so. both on the same. Do the dual branded pay per views. That was one of my my problems with the uh, it just the brand need, they need to be anyway, paced but. very well. Like the Royal Rumble, I think was paced really well because at the end of the men's Royal Rumble, I was thinking, man, how are they going to follow this? And then they kept doing it. And then the Royal Rumble was excellent. Yeah, it was excellent pay per view yeah. of the year, right? So, so far, you just best pay per view of twenty eighteen Royal Rumble. I, I, yeah. 
Yeah, was it the only one so <laughs> it's far? The only one till chamber next week. But they can make. I do think that it's great it's, that they're going to change your viewing habits. I think this is it's sure. a big it's a big story. Uh, I'm excited about it. So anyway, I I I gosh, that is a been, huge there's choice. been so many bad bad pay per views this year. But I don't know what I think about that extra hour. But we'll we'll make it work. We'll make it work, especially if it's they're going to be dual branded and you have the WWE title and the Universal title, right? Right. Uh, or they, I hated that the Royal Rumble started with the WWE Championship match. That's the 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 richest prize in the history of our sport. I right? agree with you, but the way that it was set up, it was it was that triple threat match, right? I know they had to do, but it's a gimmick but, match. But when you're doing these dual branded, you're going to have the Universal title and the WWE title on the same pay per view, and they're going to continue to disrespect the WWE title. You're going to have to spread those matches out. Well, it d- could make it where that happens more often. Well, I didn't like how that happened. So AJ Styles should main event over Brock Lesnar? Yes. Okay. Oh, but, wow. Uh, <laughs> all right. But that's we're out of time, Dustin. But uh, we will be back next week at 11. Yes. And uh, make sure you never, ever miss a show. We talked about it last week. We had Jerry the King Lawler on here with breaking news about Jerry Lawler's classic Memphis wrestling show getting a new time slot. We had Conrad Thompson on last week. We oh, talked yeah. about uh, he's going to be in Nashville coming up. He's marrying a flair. Woo! Woo! And also, he'll be at WrestleMania and so much more. So be sure to take the subscribe button to Slap City wherever you get your podcast. Check out Cerrito Live. Give us a five-star review. And also, it's real simple, man. You could just listen on demand at CerritoLive.com. And not only will Andrew Goldstein check in with us next week to preview the Elimination Chamber, But we're going to have some big news on a WWE Hall of Famer that will join us very, very soon, Kevin. Oh, really? I don't even joined us before. Oh, wow! A new new guest. That's coming up. All right, uh, that will be. We'll be back here talking wrestling on the radio again next Saturday at eleven for Dustin and CJ. I'm Kevin Cerrito saying so long from high atop Mount Mariah.